0: CHAPTER Twenty Five OF WITH CHRIST IN THE SCHOOL OF PRAYER BY ANDREW MURRAY THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN TWENTY-FIFTH LESSON AT THAT DAY OR THE HOLY SPIRIT AND PRAYER IN THAT DAY YE SHALL ASK ME NOTHING. VERILY, VERILY, I SAY UNTO YOU, WHATSOEVER YE SHALL ASK THE FATHER IN MY NAME, HE WILL GIVE IT YOU hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full at that day ye shall ask in my name and i say not that i will pray the father for you for the father himself loveth you john chapter 16 verses 23 to 26 praying in the holy spirit keep yourselves in the love of god jude verses 20 and 21 the words of john first john chapter 2 verses 12 to 14 to little children to young men and to fathers suggest the thought that there often are in the christian life three great stages of experience the first that of the newborn child with the assurance and the joy of forgiveness the second the transition stage of struggle and growth in knowledge and strength young men growing strong god's word doing its work in them and giving them victory over the evil one and then the final stage of maturity and ripeness the fathers who have entered deeply into the knowledge and fellowship of the eternal one In christ's teaching on prayer there appear to be three stages in the prayer life somewhat analogous in the sermon on the mount we have the initial stage his teaching is all comprised in one word father pray to your father your father sees hears knows and will reward how much more than any earthly father only be childlike and trustful then comes later on something like the transition stage of conflict and conquest in words like these this sort goeth not out but by fasting and prayer shall not god avenge his own elect who cry day and night unto him and then we have in the parting words a higher stage the children have become men they are now the master's friends from whom he has no secrets to whom he says all things that i heard from my father i have made known unto you and to whom in the oft repeated whatsoever ye will he hands over the keys of the kingdom now the time has come for the power of prayer in his name to be proved the contrast between this final stage and the previous preparatory ones our saviour marks most distinctly in the words we are to meditate on hitherto ye have asked nothing in my name at that day ye shall ask in my name we know what at that day means it is the day of the outpouring of the holy spirit the great work christ was to do on the cross the mighty power and the complete victory to be manifested in his resurrection and ascension were to issue in the coming down from heaven as never before of the glory of god to dwell in men the spirit of the glorified jesus was to come and be the life of his disciples and one of the marks of that wonderful spirit dispensation was to be a power in prayer hitherto unknown prayer in the name of jesus asking and obtaining whatsoever they would is to be the manifestation of the reality of the spirit's indwelling to understand how the coming of the holy spirit was indeed to commence a new epoch in the prayer world we must remember who he is what his work and what the significance of his not being given until jesus was glorified it is in the spirit that god exists for he is spirit it is in the spirit that the son was begotten of the father it is in the fellowship of the spirit that the father and the son are one the eternal never ceasing giving to the son which is the father's prerogative and the eternal asking and receiving which is the son's right and blessedness it is through the spirit that this communion of life and love is maintained it has been so from all eternity it is specially so now when the son as mediator ever liveth to pray the great work which jesus began on earth of reconciling in his own body god and man he carries on in heaven to accomplish this he took up into his own person the conflict between god's righteousness and our sin on the cross he once for all ended the struggle in his own body and then he ascended to heaven that thence he might in each member of his body carry out the deliverance and manifest the victory he had obtained it is to do this that he ever liveth to pray in his unceasing intercession he places himself in living fellowship with the unceasing prayer of his redeemed ones or rather it is his unceasing intercession which shows itself in their prayers and gives them a power they never had before and he does this through the holy spirit the holy spirit the spirit of the glorified jesus was not john chapter 7 verse 39 could not be until he had been glorified this gift of the father was something distinctively new entirely different from what the old testament saints had known the work that the blood effected in heaven when christ entered within the veil was something so true and new the redemption of our human nature into fellowship with his resurrection power and his exaltation glory was so intensely real the taking up of our humanity in christ into the life of the three-one god was an event of such inconceivable significance that the holy spirit who had to come from christ's exalted humanity to testify in our hearts of what christ had accomplished was indeed no longer only what he had been in the old testament it was literally true the holy spirit was not yet for christ was not yet glorified he came now first as the spirit of the glorified jesus even as the son who was from eternity god had entered upon a new existence as man and returned to heaven with what he had not before so the blessed spirit whom the son on his ascension received from the father acts 233 into his glorified humanity came to us with a new life which he had not previously to communicate under the old testament he was invoked as the spirit of god at pentecost he descended as the spirit of the glorified jesus bringing down and communicating to us the full fruit and power of the accomplished redemption it is in the intercession of christ that the continued efficacy and application of his redemption is maintained and it is through the holy spirit descending from christ to us that we are drawn up into the great stream of his ever ascending prayers the spirit prays for us without words in the depths of a heart where even thoughts are at times formless the spirit takes us up into the wonderful flow of the life of the three one god through the spirit Christ's prayers become ours, and ours are made his. We ask what we will, and it is given to us. We then understand from experience Hitherto ye have not asked in my name. At that day ye shall ask in my name. Brother, what we need to pray in the name of Christ, to ask that we may receive that our joy may be full, is the baptism of this Holy Ghost this is more than the spirit of god under the old testament this is more than the spirit of conversion and regeneration the disciples had before pentecost this is more than the spirit with a measure of his influence and working this is the holy spirit the spirit of the glorified jesus in his exaltation power coming on us as the spirit of the indwelling jesus revealing the son and the father within john fourteen sixteen to 23 it is when this spirit is the spirit not of our hours of prayer but of our whole life and walk when this spirit glorifies jesus in us by revealing the completeness of his work and making us wholly one with him and like him that we can pray in his name because we are in very deed one with him then it is that we have that immediateness of access to the father of which jesus says i say not that i will pray the father for you oh we need to understand and believe that to be filled with this the spirit of the glorified one is the one need of god's believing people then shall we realize what it is with all prayer and supplication to be praying at all seasons in the spirit And what it is praying in the holy ghost to keep ourselves in the love of god at that day ye shall ask in my name and so once again the lesson comes what our prayer avails depends upon what we are and what our life is it is living in the name of christ that is the secret of praying in the name of christ living in the spirit that fits for praying in the spirit It is abiding in Christ that gives the right and power to ask what we will. The extent of the abiding is the exact measure of the power in prayer. It is the Spirit dwelling within us that prays, not in words and thoughts always, but in a breathing and a being deeper than utterance. Just so much as there is of Christ's Spirit in us is there real prayer. Our lives, our lives, oh, let our lives be full of Christ, and full of his Spirit, and the wonderfully unlimited promises to our prayer will no longer appear strange. Hitherto ye have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. At that day ye shall ask in my name. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Lord, teach us to pray. O oh, my God, in holy awe I bow before Thee, the three in one. Again, I have seen how the mystery of prayer is the mystery of the Holy Trinity. I adore the Father who ever hears, and the Son who ever lives to pray, and the Holy Spirit, proceeding from the Father and the Son to lift us up into the fellowship of that ever blessed never ceasing asking and receiving i bow my god in adoring worship before the infinite condescension that thus through the holy spirit takes us and our prayers into the divine life and its fellowship of love o my blessed lord jesus teach me to understand thy lesson that it is the indwelling spirit streaming from thee uniting to thee who is the spirit of prayer. Teach me what it is as an empty, wholly consecrated vessel to yield myself to his being my life. Teach me to honour and trust him as a living person, to lead my life and my prayer. Teach me, specially in prayer, to wait in holy silence, to give him place to breathe within me his unutterable intercession and teach me that through him it is possible to pray without ceasing and to pray without failing because he makes me partaker of the never-ceasing and never-failing intercession in which thou the son dost appear before the father yea lord fulfil in me thy promise at that day ye shall ask in my name verily verily i say unto you whatsoever ye shall ask the father in my name that will he give. Amen. Note. Prayer has often been compared to breathing. We have only to carry out the comparison fully to see how wonderful the place is which the Holy Spirit occupies. With every breath we expel the impure air which would soon cause our death and inhale again the fresh air to which we owe our life so we give out from us in confession the sins in prayer the needs and the desires of our heart and in drawing in our breath again we inhale the fresh air of the promises and the love and the life of god in christ we do this through the holy spirit who is the breath of our life and this he is because he is the breath of god the father breathes him into us to unite himself with our life and then just as on every expiration there follows again the inhaling or drawing in of the breath so god draws in again his breath and the spirit returns to him laden with the desires and needs of our hearts and thus the holy spirit is the breath of the life of god and the breath of the new life in us as god breathes him out we receive him in answer to prayer as we breathe him back again he rises to god laden with our supplications as the spirit of god in whom the father and the son are one and the intercession of the son reaches the father he is to us the spirit of prayer true prayer is the living experience of the truth of the holy trinity the spirit's breathing the son's intercession the father's will these three become one in us end of note end of twenty fifth lesson